Hey, 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 what's going on, Podcast Nation? It is Jason Harris here, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Strategy with Jason. Today, I get to talk anything and everything I want to talk about when it comes to Digital Dealer Tampa. It's literally right around the corner, and I am bloody excited to go. I It snowed here last week. I, I, I... <laughs> I, I, I need some sun, right? But today, I have an amazing guest. I have the one, the only, the oh-so-famous Mr. Russ Mann with me. Russ, what's up? How are you doing? Jason, Jason, I am so grateful to be here. And and I don't have that snow problem, yeah, right? Yeah. Being in Arizona, I'm really sorry. I know. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. But I'm super excited to talk about Digital Dealer in our panel. Um, the uh, Ask the Experts, uh, actionable insights and answers to your most pressing questions. It is going to be a very cool panel, man. And I'm excited to kind of get into, like, you got some some cool people joining you on the panel. Like, here's the one thing I got to give Digital Dealer credit for. Um, and it won't be for the expense of their boobs. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I'm going to get a message after this one. Um, <laughs> no, but what I think they do do is amazing job. They do a great job of bringing in vendors and dealer and OEM speakers and really bringing an amazing mix. I mean, I don't think people realize there's over 90 speakers, you know, over o- during, during digital dealer in Tampa. Like, I mean, th- there's all some serious, serious knowledge all in yeah. one single place, you know, and if you're out there watching, listening, you definitely got to come check this out. But you know what, Russ, I want to get into kind of your story. I want to get into your, into your session uh, before we get into your session, though, I love kicking off these conversations with a little origin story, A, because I'm always fascinated to find out. So I'm curious, Russ, how did you get started in this crazy little world we call the automotive industry? So I moved to uh, Ogden, Utah back in the uh, early 90s. I was a financial planner guy, you know, life insurance, stocks, bonds, uh, all that kind of cool stuff. And, and and I just really struggled with it. And I had a client um, that was a car salesperson and I knew what kind of money he made. And I said, you know what? I'm, I love cars. I love all the things about cars. I'm going to go, I'm going to go talk about it and see if I can sell cars. Right. So we went down to the local auto row there in Riverdale, Utah. And, and uh, I talked to all the dealers and, and I, so I started this one place called the uh, Peterson motor company, um, Pontiac Buick GMC, Honda, Nissan, Mitsubishi dealership on seven acre campus, huge lot. And uh, where, John was that Storm, where was that located? Ogden, Utah. Okay. God, the name sounded familiar. I was curious. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, it's a, it's a Ken Garf store now. Um, but, um, you know, I've been in the, been in the Peterson family for many, many, many years, generational. And my first manager was John store. And I interviewed with him and I said, you know, this huge campus, you got all these vehicles, everything looks really cool. And you know, how many cars a month do you guys sell? Two, three, Three, four hundred cars a month. I mean, it's got to be some amazing amount. And he goes, "Yeah, we do. Yeah, we have. We have done. We do that." So I start on a Saturday morning, and I come down. You know, I'm all ready to go, and I walk in the sales office, and I look up at the board, and I, you know, it's this giant board. It takes up this entire wall. It has every month for the last ten years on it. How many used cars? How many new cars? By franchise? All these numbers on it. So I start really kind of diving into it, and I get to this part. It says January 92, 92 cars. So I asked the guy, I said, do you guys only sell 92 cars last month? He's like, yeah, new and used. It was a pretty good month. <laughs> I'm stunned. I'm like, oh, my God, right to the tower, right to, to John. John, did you guys only really sell 92 cars last month? And you're only on track for selling like 105 this month? He goes, yeah, it's going to be a pretty good month. 
in the interview last week, you told me you guys sold two, three, 400 cars. He goes, he smiles. He goes, yeah, Rush, you didn't ask me when. <laughs> Just like I said. And so, and so I was like, that was my first, you know, dive into the car business. It took me two weeks to sell my first car, but I absolutely loved it. I loved everything about the cars. I loved about meeting the people, talking to them and helping them. Um, and then I got into special finance a few years ago. Really, special finance changed my life. It, uh, helping people with credit challenges uh, it made a huge difference uh, in me personally uh, in my career. So, but that's that's how it started. Uh, that's that's the origin. I got lied to. <laughs> <laughs> you got lied to. You know what? Um, that happens. I'm going to tell you. I find people get into this business one of three ways. Either they're born into it, they stumble into it, or like me and you, we get conned into it. So... <laughs> That's, it doesn't surprise me. It, it really doesn't surprise me. But hey, I'm glad that uh, you stuck with it and you're part of this, this crazy little world or what I like to call the Island of Misfit Toys. That Island is, of Misfit Toys. Right? Don't you think so? That, I, th I find yeah. that's the best way to, because it's just so many different types of people and so many different types of talents and baggage, you know, and it's just, it's the Island of Misfit Toys. But it's an island that I am thoroughly proud to be a part of. And I know that you are as well. And you know, all of that experience that you, that you have over the past few years makes total sense why you are jumping into the session uh, that you're going to be doing at digital dealer. Ask the experts is the name of the section session, uh, actionable insights and answers to your most pressing questions. I mean, seriously, talk about a broad paintbrush. I mean, you, you might, you guys might be opening up a serious can of worms, <laughs> but yeah. I'm curious though, uh, for, in, for everybody out there watching and listening, like for us, like why, why should someone kind of join the session? So for, for me, it, it is, this, it is a broad swath of experts, um, uh, uh, with, uh, Sandy Zanino, Lori Foster, uh, Michael Renault, John Acosta, and of course our moderator, moderator, Tom Klein. Yep. Um, you can literally have a question, a burning question that you've asked 42 different people on 42 different <laughs> venues, and you never really felt quite like it was the right answer, then, then if you're looking for that answer, you should attend this uh, session um, because it is a broad swath. Um, it will give you an opportunity to, to think of things outside the box. The conversations that I have and the questions that I have, um, if we don't uh, uh if we have time left over are based on things that I think the future holds when it comes to F&I, F&I products and ciliary products and how they interact with the F&I department and then the fixed operations side as well. Uh, not to mention, you know, the other, the parts department and the body shops, those products and how those products are, are sold um, and offered to consumers um, is really uh, kind of the future for me. Um, so if you have questions about that, uh, obviously Sandy's an expert in HR. If you, oh, yes. I mean, that lady is a wealth of knowledge. It is unbelievable. So, and she, you know, um, she's, she's such a hustler, you know, I mean, I remember she broke her leg and, 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 and refused not like if I broke my leg, I wouldn't have gone to any conferences. I would have said, I'm good. I'm done. I'm, I'm on a broken leg, but no, she wouldn't even let that stop her. She showed up wheelchair and all. And like, I'm going to do everything I do. Like, 
you're 100% right. Sorry, I meant to jump in. I didn't mean to jump in there, but go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. Oh, no, but that's but that's a, that's an important piece from because what she brings in the in the uh, diversity and inclusion um, and the the policies that are around that um, and the ideas and the forward thinking um, uh, that she brings to the table is just, I mean, it's unbelievable. Excuse me. And then uh, 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 Lori. Um, vast amounts of experience in the retail side yep. uh, and helping people, um, you know, better their dealerships. I mean, it's, it's, it'd be a really cool panel. If you've got that burning question that you don't really have an answer for, you felt like the answers that you've gotten uh, just didn't quite fit, you know, stop by, ask the question, see what you get. What, what kind of, I'm curious, what kind of questions are you hoping for? You know, because I think we go into these sessions. We all have, like, I've done panels before. I know you've done them as well. And I feel like I go into each panel going, God, I really hope I get asked this one. You know, like, what would be that question for you? You know what? It's it's that interaction of how I think services and products uh, in the F&I office mm -hmm. will be sold to customers in the service drive. Ooh, okay. Um, to me, that is the future. Like we don't have inventory, right? Yes. There are still more than a 20% increase in your service drives and those customers need products too. They weren't sold, you only have, a, if you're a really super good dealership, you have a 50% service contract penetration in your F&I office. Half the customers for the next three years that are rolling into your service drive don't have service contracts. 100%. Um, and we're not asking. And service. So those concepts about how to sell products in the service drive, um, that's the that's the part I'm most passionate about. You right know what? And sure. I, I think that's a great question. And I think, it, you know, it, it opens up another, you know, kind of can of worms, which I think we need to kind of explore, you know, is, is, you know, how do we start to look for new revenue streams? You know, like we kind of have a few that are kind of predefined, like we'll sell into our service. We'll, we'll, tr we'll create the, the service lane will now become an auction site. And that's what we're, we're going to sell into <laughs> that. Right. You know, and, 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 you know, we'll, we'll go into loyalty and retention models and stuff like that. But I still think there's a lot more to look at. I mean, I think of like F&I products, a perfect example, right? I mean, what happens to the 65% the of people that didn't buy anything? We don't ever speak to them again. It's pretty much like, thanks, bye, we'll see yeah. you. You know, yeah. like th there's never a conversation. So no, I'm with you, man. I think that's an amazing question. And I, and I, yeah, I hope I'm in the room for that one. I'll definitely try to be uh, front row and that totally fanboy out going, hey guys, how are you? <laughs> um, no, I, I think we'll be fanboying out. Like, look at this Jason Harrison's right there. Jason yeah, right. right there. <laughs> hey, Russ, what are maybe a couple takeaways that you hope people really kind of extract out of these conversations, go back to their dealerships and really start taking action on what do you hope they could take away from this conversation? Don't for really, for me, it's don't, it's not just think outside the box. Yeah, right? okay. You have to think completely differently moving forward. I like right. That. So the, the, the pandemic, everybody, Everybody talks about it, right? Everybody says, oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do that. But it's never really ever turned into an actionable item. That's true. Uh, and, and that's really where the, the, the process has to come from. It's not just about the idea, right? These sessions will be full of ideas. Um, but the steps and the actionable items to create those ideas for the short term, because dealerships are famous for the short term, but 
creating them for the long term so that they have the ability to make sure that the process that they really feel passionate about um, can continue. And that process creates a better customer experience. Mm-hmm. Customer experience, everybody talks about it, yep. but no one really ever does anything differently to change that experience. And and those are the things I think that these experts can really bring to the table. Well, and I love that. The, I love the fact you use the word process, right? Because you, you think of, you know, I think there's a fair amount of dealerships out there that have the mindset that the customer experience is just a byproduct of, right. you know, what ends up happening through through the sales process or service process. But no, you actually process your way to an experience. It's not something that just happens. Well, I mean, I guess it is something that just happens, but, the, but then that's, it can go either way at that point if you have no control of it. But yeah, I'm with you, man. Process your way to the experience. It's going to be cool. Hey, I think, you know, with yourself and all the other amazing speakers that are going to be on this panel, this is definitely one that someone needs to go check out. What day is this session again? So it's Tuesday. All right. Um, and it uh, starts at 10 o'clock. Awesome. Did you guys hear that? Tuesday, 10 a.m. You guys better be there at Ask the Expert session. Digital Dealer Tampa. Hey, um, Russ, for everybody out there watching and listening right now, I'd like to maybe connect with you before the event. What's the best way to do so? Yeah, you can certainly find me on uh, LinkedIn, uh, Russ Mann. And uh, my email address is russ at trustsalt.com. Our website is trustsalt.com. And uh, uh, just reach out, direct message. Any one of those portals has all kinds of ways that you can reach me uh, or... uh, you know, it's pretty straightforward. Trustsalt.com is probably your best place. Awesome. Hey, Russ, thank you so much for taking the time to jam with me today. This has been a lot of fun. You have yourself an amazing day. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you.